How is it that innovative software solutions have the ability to change the world and improve our lives, yet they don't sell themselves? How is it that I know my target market, but I'm not able to generate enough qualified sales opportunities? How do I even get started to create visibility for my brand across channels when I'm not an expert at marketing? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Welcome to Simplified, software marketing made simple. Hey everyone, this is Liz from MediaDev, and today I am joined by Joseph Endelos, who I will refer to as a lead generation guru. Hey Joseph, how are you today? I'm good. Thanks, Liz, for having me again here. Yeah, this is our second podcast that I'm excited to talk to you today about our topic, which is our prospects tired of outreach because of the pandemic. So just giving some more B2B lead generation tips for ISVs, of course, as the pandemic kind of lingers. So I wanted to kick off our discussion by really addressing this question. You know, are prospects tired of outreach because of the pandemic? And what can we do from a lead generation standpoint to revive people's interest in engaging in conversations? You know, I find that at least from my perspective, um, it seems like there are a lot of prospects just generally who are non-responsive. I don't know if that's the case for you, but I wanted to get your insight on this today. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, it's it's a similar experience. And um, I think, you know, this is a t- topic that needs to be addressed uh, more often since there's no silver bullet uh, to, to this growing issue. And uh, we would need work together not just ourselves as the agencies but also you know with our prospects um, in establishing a harmonious better relationship uh, so we can be able to um, have a have an environment that's uh, despite what's going on uh, it's you know something that uh, something to look forward to so uh, you know as a matter of fact um, there was even a a prospect that I engaged with recently that responded to me saying, you know, um, you know what, it's interesting, but ask me next week. I don't want to talk about it today. I don't want to think about it. No need to respond. And this isn't LinkedIn, right? So we're, you know, I reached out to him and, you know, uh, apparently that's his words. Uh, So it's interesting, but also at the same time, Sad uh, that we needed to experience uh, this kind of uh, this type of uh, behavior um, in our generation because of the COVID, and some people might not even recognize that they may have what they call the the pandemic uh, fatigue, um, if you will. So now, as you know, as part of our job is to be more engaging, uh, part of the lead generation job description is to also gauge uh, people's current situation. Um, of course, be nice, you know, kind, uh, practice empathy, because it's like, uh, you know, treading on eggshells. We'll never know what our prospects are going in with their life. Unfortunately, a few might have, you know, lost a family member or some might, might have recently uh, got infected by the virus uh, and it's a really a, a traumatizing experience so you know right now what I could think of uh, as few solutions is 
having you know you know creative mindset to formulate different types of um, content content as well as uh, you know creative engagement um, experiences um, and then also um, with the help of data insights maybe we can try to uh, connect the dots and you know uh, predict uh, you know what's what's going on with the person's life um, and then also from a lead generation standpoint uh, prioritize the, the companies and the contacts with the right uh, approach uh, if you will so for as I was as I what I've mentioned sorry of uh, the for the content piece um, I think if done well and disseminated to proper channels this will help tell the story of your solutions and or products much faster uh, with positive impact and in my opinion you know um, content um, becoming more relevant than ever um, it will because it will really help a couple of things number one is um, you know from the uh, prospects perspective uh, the approach of content nurturing for prospects is uh, for them is less intrusive. Um, it's easy to digest uh, way of selling of you know a product or a solution. So for example, instead of <clears throat> excuse me giving a like a whole spiel of one hour, um, if you have an infographic that talks about you know how they can solve their uh, current challenges um, that could only take them a minute or two to digest that would you know save a lot of time uh, from a prospects perspective and still from you know furthermore uh, prospects point of view um, meaningful and engaging content will positively help prospects kind of divert uh, their attention away from their you know day-to-day -day life's challenges so if, if we think about it uh, because you know um, they, they may have something going on with their lives and um, having a you know positive impact uh, with, with your content whether it's uh, a YouTube 60 minute I'm oh, sorry 60 seconds uh, link uh, that talks about some great stuff about you know solving challenges um, it it can you know help divert their attention um, if you will and lastly uh, from the seller's perspective I think this is a subtle low-key way of showing your product or service um, and like I said earlier um, instead of a, a you know a 30 minute presentation um, maybe a 60 seconds YouTube video talks about your service would really help uh, trim down your sale uh, your selling cycle uh, because you know uh, it can help uh, digest the information um, and the, ex the content experience uh, to be different uh, as opposed to the uh, traditional way of uh, doing things and also you know to top it off like for data uh, I mentioned data insights earlier I think having uh, data insights as the tool to leverage in understanding companies, uh, you know, our prospects that are associated to these organizations. So like uh, insights like, um, you know, 
post-COVID strategies of companies, um, you know, what was, you know, uh, were, were there layoffs that happened during the course of the pandemic um, and other publicly available um, information will help, you know, us, uh, you know, understand what the organization and its people are going through. So, you know, combining uh, that data-driven uh, approach uh, towards marketing, towards selling, lead generation uh, will help you uh, prioritize the right set of accounts. Um, and, you know, really uh, from that angle, you can uh, practice empathy, will definitely help create, uh, you know, a different experience altogether from both ends of the spectrum. Excellent. So it's interesting the points you brought up. I mean, I do feel, though, that the pandemic has hit people differently depending on where they're located. I mean, I know for myself in France, things now have really opened up and people just want to forget about the pandemic, you know, really put it behind them and get on with, you know, quote unquote, normal life. But I know that's not the case, you know, everywhere. So how do you think location has affected lead generation outreach for you? And what are some trends that you're seeing now, you know, in some of the areas that you reach out to? Absolutely. That's a very good point. And it it varies depending on, you know, uh, country to country. So in terms of domestic setup here in Philippines, you know, most of the multinational firms uh, follow strict protocols and work from home environment set up because, you know, um, it, you know, we're, uh, we're relying, uh, and this is from our point of view, uh, we're relying for, uh, with regard to vaccines uh, to other um, countries. So, you know, while, while there's no shortage of talent, there's also a new breed of challenges that's going on because, you know, there are gaps of areas of improvement. So, for example, training, you know, training wise, um, we all know that it's, it's more effective um, if it's, you know, classroom type, in-person, personal uh, relay of information, uh, and it's more um, convenient and, you know, um, you can easily uh, gauge, uh, you know, the progress of the, the team members. Uh, but now everything is done via Zoom and, you know, they, they now have what they call this Zoom fatigue <laughs> where people are getting tired of sitting in front of a computer all yeah, day long. Yeah, completely. So, <laughs> and even, if, even my kid now, you know, she's, um, excited to go back to school uh, it, because, you know, it's been two, almost two years now. So, in, you know, uh, there are uh, new or I'd say uh, modern uh, challenges that needs to be addressed in this type of setup. And when it comes to like lead generation, there's also, you know, there are Various, uh, ver various challenges depending country to country. So like uh, a couple of months ago, we found that Southeast Asia, including Singapore, became a tougher market 
because of the localized uh, lockdown. So, and this is a camp. These are campaigns that uh, I've seen that uh, we've ran. And on the flip side, we now see you know, U.S. Uh, starts opening up. So you know there there were better conversions in the U.S. But uh, during the get go of this pandemic, U.S. is like you know uh, in terms of conversion, pretty bad. Um, so you know, and there there's this another thing uh, like a phenomenon called the Great Resignation, which is forcing organizations to rethink their workforce strategies. Um, so I anticipate there will be a lot of moving parts, sorry, move, moving parts, as this unravels. So you know there, um, there should be modern solutions that uh, uh, should be concocted, um, so we can be able to address uh, these types of challenges as we go along. So, what industries have you found are the best ones to reach out to despite the pandemic, and which ones would you avoid? Yeah, uh, that's also you know good question. Um, at first, you know, logistics and supply chain industry is the main targets when you know pandemic started. Uh, but you know, uh, month after month, we've seen that you know logistics and the similar industries became overly saturated because everyone is going after the same space um, and to the point that for telemarketing no one's answering their phones anymore because you know they're hearing uh, you know same old pitches from different companies so you know the uh, since I think from a different angle what I would uh, uh, do um, in terms of approaching different industries is we can try to understand uh, different components that build a uh, remote working industry. So, for example, it could it could be anywhere from um, you know devices such as laptops, phones, um, software for remote uh, working like you know Zoom, Google Meet, Teams, etc. Um, also, we've seen a spike of uh, security uh, and monitoring solutions uh, so uh, the teams can work uh, you know efficiently uh, and also can do unified collaboration so any any type of um, software that uh, uh, provides a security intelligence um, also uh, like collaboration, things like that, uh, that that really is a, a thriving um, industry nowadays. Uh, also, the food and uh, drink the beverages uh, delivery apps. Um, obviously, you know, they are uh, everyone doesn't want to go out. Um, and the, the behavior is that since people experience you know the convenience of of that uh, you know uh, delivery apps. You know that they don't really want to go back now <laughs> doing the brick and mortar type of you know uh, dining uh, type of uh, or restaurants or even like the groceries. So from that 
perspective, those types of, uh, you know, softwares or apps might be a good uh, industry to target because obviously they're, as they grow their business, they would have uh, you know, their challenges as well and they would need to upgrade their systems. Um, and then for healthcare, uh, you know, like not just the traditional healthcare, but also, you know, the ones that uh, use uh, modern techniques, like uh, the ones that use data for healthcare, uh, the wearable devices uh, that could monitor different types of, um, you know, ailments, um, and then also virtual reality uh, to make uh, healthcare more accessible and remote. So those things are, I think, um, a good uh, industry to target. Uh, finance and, you know, like banking and contactless payments, uh, like, you know, is something that would uh, be a good industry. And, you know, of course, um, education, uh, like remote learning technology uh, would be, you know, something that's, that can, uh, you, you know, would be a good target, so to speak. So I keep getting pitched by people saying, you know, that they, you know, when they close their messages, you know, they, they do that with a, you know, stay safe. Um, and I have to admit that I'm really tired of that. Um, what do you think about this? You know, how can someone close an email pitch and remain sensitive but not annoy prospects as this pandemic persists? <laughs> yeah, um, and then, you know, that's also something that I've felt personally. Um, and, you know, in, in most cases, uh, it reminds some of the events that happened during the pandemic uh, to, you know, to some folks uh, that we reach out to. So it could provide a negative um, connotation, if you will. So I, I tried, you know, personally, I tried changing back to some of the cliche <laughs> messages like many thanks, uh, best regards and things like that. But also, um, maybe we can try to be more creative, like, um, you know, I'm at your disposal or uh, like, uh, thanks, I'm, I'm a call away if you need anything. So we let them genuinely feel that we're here to support them, uh, whatever they're going through. Um, and, but for a business standpoint um, or like a lead generation standpoint, uh, we're here to support whatever we can. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's how I approach it nowadays, uh, being able to help other people. So what other tips would you give to companies who are looking to improve their outreach and generate high quality leads for their businesses at this point in time? Yeah, um, I think, you know, being personal, opening, opening up your conversation with uh, how may I help your challenge, you with your challenges uh, will be a game changer as opposed to just selling features, products, or services. Because like I said earlier, you know, um, there will be some things that uh, we don't know uh, that's happening. So, but, you know, if we come from 
the perspective that we're here to help someone uh, that would help you set apart from the rest. And end of the day, you know, it takes two to play a game. So, you know, we need really to work together towards, you know, battling this uh, pandemic um, and move forward together with a positive mindset. Um, so, you know, uh, in, you know, we end up counting our blessings instead of dwelling on the past. Um, so, you know, that's why what I would say is, you know, be personal, uh, be helpful, be kind, and, you know, practice empathy. I love that. Thank you so much, Joseph. It's been really a pleasure talking with you today. Thank you so much, Liz. I appreciate your time as well. You just listened to Simplified, brought to you by MediaDev. If you have software marketing questions or need help marketing your software solution, reach out to us at contact at mediadev.com and check out other amazing assets for you on our resource library at mediadev.com.